0: Hey y'all, it's your girl, Joy Leah, and welcome to my show, Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, we have my boy, Kevin, from Chicago, on my show, and he's going to be talking about his new book, everything that he got going on, but we're going to definitely get into his new book, which is so interesting. So you guys just sit back, listen up, and be Backstage with Joy Leah. Hey, y'all, again, welcome to my podcast backstage with Joy Leah. Today, we have my friend, Mr. Kevin Trell Jr. on my show. He's going to be talking about his wonderful book called Ball Don't Lie. And he's going to tell us, you know, all the inside scoop when it comes to the NBA and everything coming with that and lifestyle, basketball lifestyle. So I'm going to just keep it real with y'all. I'm not a big basketball fan, but I have been following Kevin and been keeping up with him ever since we graduated from Clark, and I'm just so impressed with everything that he's doing. And when I got this book and I read it, I just felt it was so interesting. So I really wanted to get him on the podcast. So, Kevin, how are you doing?
1: have you on
0: the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Took a little while, but <laughs> we getting it together here y'all. Uh right. <laughs> Kevin, um I know about you. Let you know, let's talk about you. Tell us a little bit about Kevin and where you're from and you know all that good yeah. information. Yeah, well, like you mentioned from Chicago
1: like yourself, you know, south Um just growing up in Chicago, I got beat by that basketball bug really early. Um, I knew I wasn't gonna make it to anybody's NBA. So I knew early on I wanted to cover sports as general. Um, but if I would have had my choice it was always gonna be basketball. And that's what got me to Clark. Um, I just knew Clark had a good journalism program and that was just like, you know, um, you know, that's why I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go to Atlanta, I'm gonna get in at Clark and uh and just get you know, get life started and you know, I've been blessed to get out here and meet a lot of people and network. At it, and it took me a while, but then I finally got with uh, with Turner NBA TV in 2008. For the last 12 plus years, that's why I've been covering the hardwood.
0: Wow! So you came down here, you know, early 2000s, and graduated from Clark, and you, it sounds like you got immediately, you know, been with them at Turner. How how is it there?
1: I know uh, it's great family atmosphere, and you know, a lot of people watch, you know, watch our guys on TNT, Charles Barkley and the guys, and just is much fun to having on camera, having the same out of my behind camera, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we're rolling up our sleeves and getting a lot of work done so we can bring people to good, but
0: it's been a joy. Okay. So you're a sports analyst. You really get into the, you know, ins and outs of everything when it comes to sports?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but.
0: Main, well okay uh, I
1: love all sports but, but i make my money with basketball
0: yeah i didn't even know that you can actually you know I you know you see the people that's interviewing the people that's on the yeah. sideline you think that is the only you know position that you can have in sports besides actually being an athlete but it seems like it's a whole team of y'all here just doing something yeah. totally yeah,
1: would be people would probably be surprised to see either the amount of people that it takes to get a production on airways, And I'd say when you're watching a game, it's probably, you know, roughly 30 to 50 people that's working on a broadcast just to get you the game. Um And you guys get to see the two three people that's calling the game or covering the reporter. But, you know, you might have in the arena alone, you might have six to eight, maybe ten camera guys just around the arena shooting. You got a truck in the back. You got all different positions. So, yeah, it takes a lot to get.
0: So, from there, you already said you meet a lot of different people. So, I'm guessing that is where your book comes in. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of networking um, and just being able to, to prove to people, you know, my writing prowess and just how good I am as a writer. But not only that, how passionate I am about storytelling and basketball as a whole.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
1: you know, just, just meeting people over the years. And developing different relationships off the court with guys and gals. You know, they just eventually trust me with various stories. So when I developed the idea for Bottom Online, I knew I wanted to give people the same insight that I have. Some of these legends. Okay. Um, I'm talking to people in person on the phone, getting these great stories. I'm like, man, if people only knew the things that was going on behind the scenes. So that's what kind of led me to want to do the book, just kind of let everybody be the proverbial fly on the wall for a second.
0: Okay and um like i said i didn't know so many people were involved with you know putting a production together you know when it comes to sports and it seems like you really develop a good relationship with these athletes cuz i mean you're you're in the nba so it's you've got your one designated sport but you right. keep seeing like the same people i mean over 12 years i mean
1: no, you'd be shocked how, how quick you develop a relationship with people. I mean, you know, players, I mean, ushers in a building, uh, you know, management, PR guys, um, security detail. I mean, all of that stuff matters because we're all working, you know, with the same thought process of getting the best NBA product on the floor. So you become one big real extended family. And so after the, over the years, just traveling around the league and meeting all these different people, yeah, you do develop relationships.
0: That is so cool. Oh, man, you are really getting the ins and outs of the inside scoop, I would say, of the NBA. So tell, you know, you explained a little bit about the book. Why did you want to make, I would say, a book like this? Because um, I noticed that you have, you know, different stories, totally different stories. What made you want to, um, you know, put together this type of concept? Or just write a book in general, you know? Well, for one, for one, good question. I never thought I would write a book. Um, My
1: whole life, my grandmother would just tell me, like, Kevin, you need to write a book. You're such a good writer. You should write a book. And when she first told me that, I was thinking to myself, nobody wants to hear about me. Nobody wants to hear my story. What what, what am I to write? Um, Because I always just equate a book to either being something about yourself or some creative made up. Fantasy story, and I don't feel like I'm good at that kind of stuff.
0: (laughs) Um, But but if you, but if you allow me to just tell a story about something. Interesting, and especially how you you know said that once you got the confidence with Isaiah Thomas, you already knew that the ball was gonna get rolling. You just needed that yeah. push because yeah. you That's already were talking community. to these people. You were already seeing them exactly. places. So you know, it's just a conversation, I guess, with friends or colleagues. It would seem like, right?
1: Right. That you know, more so just even friends, even more so than even colleagues. Like just having a talk with friends. And I might have started off like, what's something you want to talk about? And I'd be like, whatever you want to talk about. So I just did my own research and I would come to them with, okay, this is the moment I want to talk about. You. Here's why. You know, walking through the moment. And we just had fun, you know, whether it was just sitting down. Uh, I did them all in person. So whether it was sitting down over drinks, over food, or some I
0: did, like sitting, while a guy was getting his hair cut. They were uh-huh. all, you know, all just comfortable.
1: We're just having a conversation like you and I right now. And I just, you know, recorded it, and I was able to just sit down and decipher the story,
0: story. And your, your imagination just went rolling.
1: Yeah, I just took over after that.
0: Cool. And this had to be like pre-COVID, since you was able to go out to eat and, yeah. <laughs> and do all yeah, that. Book. Huh? The
1: book took four years to write. It took four years to write. I definitely didn't do this overnight. Oh. Uh, like from the, from conceptualizing the idea to you know figuring out how to get schedules to link up so I can actually get people to sit down with me. Then the actual writing process uh, started with me transcribing and interviewing and figuring out how I want to do it, doing research, and I had to watch the games. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot that I did to get the, the actual
0: In's interview and, out. and
1: story done. Yeah, so it probably took a year to write, mm-hmm. a year and a half to write, edit and all that stuff, but in all totality it took four years.
0: Wow. You know, so
1: the pandemic is actually what got it out. I had not been done editing, and when things shut down, I had energy. I had time on my hands. and I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead
0: and get the book out. So, so, Good yeah. for you. I mean, that is, like, great, just, you know, how you put the whole concept together and how, you know, what happened, you know, life-changing events for a lot of people. But you were able to um, actually put your – thoughts in your book together and be able to roll it out and right now I mean people have the time to read books and really um you know see other people's thoughts I would say because when I saw that you posted it I was like oh I I definitely want to read it because I know he knows like I know I like I remember I met one of your friends Because I knew his brother, and he works for, um, I want to say, either Turner or ESPN. And the first person I said when he told me he worked there, I said, you know Kevin? He's from Chicago. Like, that was the first person I said. He was like, yeah, I know Kev. I know Kev. And I was like, because I know you have the, you know, analytics and all that information. So you basically use all the, you know, information that you had the analytical information, because you said you was, you know, reading books, watching videos, watching old tapes, and you just, yeah. you know, put your story together in a totally different way than I would say most people put their, you know, they're little short stories it sounds like, but yeah, they're, um, they're very interesting how you explained them, I would say. So what would you tell a person, I would say, that want to get in the NBA or it not necessarily NBA, in the whole sports arena, but they're not a sports yeah. person or they're not an athlete.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of jobs uh, for people that's not necessarily a sports person or not an athlete. I mean, social media is a really big driving force uh, behind our sport right now. And I'd probably say that's the fastest growing um, leg in our industry is social because a lot of people are no longer consuming sports just
0: watching a game on TV. Uh-huh.
1: Get in there. For me, it was writing, and that's just,
0: you know that was just my niche. Wow, I mean, just when I like when I was reading this, and I was just here, you know, I'm going to ask you another question later. I just felt like you know, I could see you writing other people's biographies. I would say, you know, in different point of views, because you know everybody has their point of view. But you look at a person like, let's just say, like Marilyn Monroe. There's like. Fifty different authors that wrote their, you know, point of view of her, and and they all, all, each book is successful. But when I was reading it, it just made me think like he does have the insight, and he knows, and these people are willing to talk to him, and I can see that, or something like that, eventually. So it was very interesting. That Which,
1: actually, that's, actually, that's, that's actually a goal amount now. when I wrote the book, that's what I came away with. I was like, man, I could write a story. And there's a couple people. Um, I won't even mention we we'll see if something happen, but <laughs> there's that's actually in the book that I was kind of like, you know what, you should just let me write your story.
0: Wow. Um, actually,
1: Chris, Chris Weber and I collabed um, on his book that he has coming out, but that was like before mine was even done. But wow. Yeah, you know that's something I kind of walked away with. Now I kind of feel like that could be the next thing I can approach people and say, hey, you know, if you need to write, or you know, I can bring your story
0: to life. Yes, now. you know the you know the ins and out, you know that court, you know the numbers you, you it's it's just crazy how interesting you know a person can make a basketball or a sport when you don't understand oh, yeah. i would say you have to kind of put that little story around it to make certain people like myself stay interested oh, yeah. I would say. Absolutely. um who was one of the um you you said um Isaiah Thomas but who would you say was you know, your favorite person to interview. you had, you know, a bad interview or somebody that you was like, oh, give me off, give me off, please give me away. Sometimes it happens like that, and you know, it's, it's like you know, we still cool. It was just, just didn't work out. Like it just didn't work out.
1: <laughs> didn't work out. Now, I originally wanted twelve people in the book because twelve is the number of guys on a basketball team.
0: Oh, um, but when I got
1: my when I got my solid ten, I was comfortable with ten,
0: and I was always like
1: down the line if I wanted to re-release the book.
0: You could do it like that about it you almost had 12 people because you have you had the 10 chapters and then you had candace yeah she's not considered an actual chapter but that's one and then you got yourself. right you know
1: you got yeah. your song go T- yeah. <laughs>
0: no, right. they're gonna <laughs> go team 12 for the book 12. you know it may not be actual 12 plans they're but because i when i read hers i was day. you know you you think like oh is she a part of the book what it, but i, that, I I, you know, I just put two and two together and said, "Okay, she is." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's forward, huh? that's interesting how you your whole concept of how you wanted everything to go. So, what you know now, you know, you're working. You got your you got your book. You got you know a lot going on. What motivates you to you know keep to do this and to keep you know keep going? I would say in this industry.
1: It's a lot. I mean, I'm 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 currently a professor at Clark Atlanta as well, and being back in the mass media department, yeah, I've been been a professor since 2014. Go ahead,
0: Did not know that you was back at Clark. You better go ahead alum yeah. Professor yeah. Yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, so I've been It's been crazy, but
1: it's been fun.
0: And you know what? The young teachers was the coolest ones. Like Doc, I remember when I was there, like Dr. Stuckey and all them teachers, they was so cool because it was like, I'm trying to be rich like you, bruh. And, <laughs> and they'd be like, I I went to HBC like you. And you giving back. Yeah. It sounds like you are really giving back. To the community, which is so great. I mean, I love when I see us Black people um, doing, you know, sh- you know, showing yeah. what we went through, and then now it's like, yay, yeah, I did it. You could do it. There's nothing that you could say. And I'm from Chicago, like you know, you guys, <laughs> you guys Absolutely. don't even know. You guys, you better get it together and get up out of this right. school and get you a job, you know, or, or start you a business, whatever Absolutely. it is that you want to do. You can write a book. Being in mass media, it can happen. It really can. They the next generation, they they don't know. They want to get that fast money. So that is so wonderful. I gotta tell, I gotta tell Melissa that you had you a professor yeah. Ed Clark. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Professor Clark. is crazy. <laughs> it's
1: crazy getting that term. People like Professor,
0: I'll be looking around like who they talking about <laughs> Yeah, no, but walking up cool. the promenade. So it's look, now we gotta get into this. Clark for a little bit. How's the atmosphere and everything now? What it's almost twenty years later? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, you know, it was twenty
1: years ago that I started at Clark, so it has been twenty. I was a freshman in two thousand, so it's a lot different. You know, the dorms and things have changed around. So what they think is Broadley Hall, we call it New Res, <laughs> for instance. So they don't even know the real original Browley Hall existed because it's vacant now. You know, so they, they, it's a more cushy for them than it was for us. uh, and they don't really, you know, they don't know, so.
0: That is so interesting. Wow. So. Yeah. Now. You plan on going back to Chicago anytime soon?
1: You know, my hope is always, um, to go back to do a book signing, um, uh, George, you know George from Chicago, George yeah. is you know, opening a coffee shop, oh. opening the Muse, yeah, used Coffee Shop, so, you know, the hope is that we can collab, and when we open the shop, i do a beside in there, you know, do a whole little thing, and so, um, just kind of waiting on things to open back up, and, you know, we'll be safe.
0: Right. You know, the moment
1: it is, I'll, I'll be back up there, you know, uh, to just get up there and touch the people.
0: That is so good. I gotta talk to you about that coffee shop because I know a little about them coffee shops that's yeah. making a lot of money, I tell you that. But um so what's next for Kevin? What is next, you know, in 2021, 2022? What you got going yeah. on or what you plan on having I'm, going on?
1: To be honest, I just kinda of wanna work on whatever the next project is creatively, like obviously I got my job and you know or whatever, but
0: creatively, whatever
1: speaks to me, um, I'll probably start working on it. I kind of got a book idea, a second book idea, not okay. school related. So I'm kind of brainstorming with that right now, playing around. So we'll see. But well, hopefully 21, I'm just out a little bit more, maybe doing some speaking and some appearances with book the books and things like that.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: because I didn't really get to get out because I dropped the book in May. So mm-hmm. you know, we were in serious lockdown like when I first dropped it. So I'll probably be using 21 to promote the book.
0: That is so good. And, I mean, you are able to do it. You already have the book out. And, I mean, things are going to slowly open back up. I mean, we open out here. So I'm really hoping, right. um, you know, next year a lot of more things, you know, a lot of more states and stuff open up. And you you would be able to, you know, go from state to state to promote your book because um, it. It's out here. I mean, if you guys don't have here. it, I mean, it's called Ball Don't Lie, and I mean, all you have to do is what you got to go online to get it because I know I I, I am it, you. Yeah,
1: it's on Amazon. Yeah, but it's on Amazon.com. dot um, It's at BarnesandNoble you, know, you can follow me on Instagram at K C Y A H. You know, hit me up. I like, can you get your autograph copy. Yeah, you know, all the, all those different way avenues you can get the book.
0: It's okay. Out there. Okay, so you said Amazon, you can get it on there, and then you also said Barnes um, and Barnes and Noble. Barnes and up, so it's in the stores. It's
1: online on Barnes and Noble. It's not in their store, but it's on,
0: the, on their website. Oh, that's you up in there, Cam? I heard that. Yeah, that yeah. is so wonderful yeah. that you really, you know, that you know. So you're really into doing this author thing. Like you, you, yeah. reall, you really, you really like being a journalist. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's just
0: something to me. No matter what avenue or, or industry I'm in, I'm always going to be a journalist at heart. And now you publish. You know. Look, you publish. Now I'm published. <laughs> now I'm published. <laughs> okay. Now you <laughs> bossed <laughs> up, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even mad at you. Ain't nothing like that. It's like, yeah, I'm working yeah. on my second and my third book. You know, I'm doing my thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. is great. Exactly. I am so proud of you. And, I, I mean, like I said, I really... You know, thank you and I appreciate you being on my show because, you know, people don't think that, you know, people still read or still, I mean, COVID was a wonderful reason to show why people still read yeah. and still, you still write and stuff like that. Because things like this, this is going to, you know, a book will last forever and having, you know, that whole, you know, creativity to write a book, that. Everybody can't do that, you know? No, you're right about that.
1: Everybody cannot do that.
0: (laughs) So it's just, it's really interesting that, you know, one of my friends, you know, Chill Factory friends decided (laughs) to, you know, use his knowledge, uh, his analytics, everything that you've been doing for the past 12 years, basically was able to get you this book. Absolutely. Open and open. That's
1: what it was. A great
0: way to put it. And open up so many doors. I mean, in so many, you know, different type of ways, I would say, because um, mm-hmm. it's a good book. It really is. It has some very interesting stories in here about, I would say, certain games and certain um, situations that happen that you probably wouldn't know about in the back end. Does that sound right? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, so these are how I turn, kind of these are defining moments, Um, like, Hard fans will remember the moment I say, "Remember the time this Carter won a dunk contest." But they wouldn't know certain things like he was injured going into that game or that contest, things like that. And that's what makes the book so good because even though you know about the situation, it's a lot you never knew. So it's kind of like a moment. Just read it through it. Or like
0: yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, I don't want to tell too many stories in the book, um, but. One of them was when, I guess, somebody was sick. Somebody had the flu, and you um, was explaining something like that, or I think it was Michael Jordan, I don't know. But you was explaining something like that, and it was like, how would we, you know, how would, it's not like nowadays where people could, you know, be like, after the, yeah, I'm, right. I, I got this right. going on, I got this going on. You know, now everybody, you know, you can't even push a person and without, you know them saying, this is going on. It's a very sensitive game right now. Back then, Absolutely. you'd be bleeding, your foot be bust open, your shoes bleeding, and your tennis shoes hurt, all type of stuff going on, and you still got to play the whole game. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: no, so. right. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing, too, about why it was so good to me, because a lot of these stories are older stories from legends, but it's just things that wasn't well documented, because you didn't have social media, but a moment somebody said something was tweeted out, or a moment somebody the
0: interview it was an article on the website so a lot of this is just things that people forgot about you know mm-hmm. yeah it is but it'll be there um especially like because this book I'm gonna end up giving it to my brother and let him read it because he I know he when I was telling him about it he was like oh I know all them I was like okay mm-hmm. you know I just know shit. <laughs> and chris Weber yeah. <laughs> chris Weber yeah, yeah. check it out <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm probably gonna get and I got another little brother I may have to get him a copy too, so you guys definitely make sure you check out ball, don't lie, you know it's a very very interesting book, put it in right there and it is um. On the newsstands, I would say, like you could get it while it's hot; it's up and ready to go, right, Kim?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, You can get it
0: anytime. All right, so one more time, can you give your Instagram and you know your your information on how people could get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, just give me a follow on Instagram at kcyah. And I also failed to mention that the book is also available on digital, so you can get it on Kindle. Um. Whatever however ebooks you read, it's also available in eBook as
0: well. Okay. All right, great. Again, you guys. Ball, oh, don't lie by my man, Mr. Kevin Cottrell Junior. It's a great book. Another Chicagoan author that is basically telling all his analytical stories about basketball legends. Great book. Again, Kevin, I really appreciate it. Okay. You being on my podcast, I told you it wasn't going to be too long, I wasn't going to take up all your time, you know, I know you're an important person, and you out here, and you you said basketball season is about to start soon, right? Yeah, right around the corner, Start on the
1: 22nd, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Okay, and you're going to be back in, I, I think you're yeah. going to be back in the, court, in the courts, you know what I'm saying. No, no,
1: no, we got to start out doing everything like everybody else from home, so it's going to be interesting. So all the fans out there, you gotta be patient. Uh things technically ain't right sometimes. People are gonna be trying to do these jobs from far now.
0: So So they're gonna, gonna be, be doing go. interviews from home.
1: Be doing interviews over Zoom. Wow. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy.
0: Yes. It's gonna be crazy. it's gonna be crazy. I'm well, I'm gonna definitely um tune in to see how this works out because this COVID so. is a real herder for some people, but you know, for some people it's a because my boy got his book out. So make one to get that done. Hello, and you still on the grind. Right. Y'all still, you know, you gotta come up with different ways with the Zoom, whatever you gotta do, cause people we need to be entertained. This is what we like. This is my my boyfriends and my fathers and my grandfathers, they wanna watch sports and y'all gotta bring that back. So I'm glad y'all absolutely. trying to do that. <laughs> but again, absolutely. I really exactly. appreciate it. You being on my show, you you know taking the time to be backstage with Adjoa Leah, and um, you guys, thank y'all for listening and good night. All right, thank you. Thank you.